Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dishing with Stephanie's Dish, the podcast where we talk to people in the food space that are creatives and all of it revolving around food. And today I'm excited to talk to Chef Jasmine Weiser. She is the uh, pastry chef and head of the Edwards Dessert Kitchen location that is in the North Loop. And also she is part of the Chef Collective that works for Schwann's. And she is a guest or has been a guest on our friend Zoe Francois' show on Magnolia. Um, it is a, a show where Zoe spends time with other creatives and people in the pastry world, also sharing her own creations. The episode aired in December, but you can still find it on Discovery or the Magnolia Network. Welcome to the program. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. It's super fun to see you because I feel like Edward's uh, dessert started and then we had the pandemic and it closed. And then like, so I think we should like reintroduce the whole restaurant. So people know that you are there and what you guys are doing. So let's just start there. Sure. Yeah. So we were open for a couple of years prior to COVID and then we reopened again in May. Um, we are a dessert focused restaurant again, located in the North loop. Uh, it's really kind of a dream job for a pastry chef because I don't have an, uh, another chef telling me what I can and cannot make, um, essentially. So uh, it's a really great uh, place where we are able to focus on being creative in the pastry realm. Uh, a lot of what we do, I consider to be modern French patisserie. We use a lot of uh, French techniques, um, but we'll alter their uh, uh, form or their um, ingredients. So we're also able to use a lot of interesting ingredients because um, we are in a way a test kitchen and innovation hub for um, Schwann's. So they have a lot of data on uh, whether people like chocolate or vanilla, but they don't have data on whether people like yuzu or lemongrass. So we're they're able to take what we sell and use that in their business to see what the public is buying and what they're interested in. Right. So that's a cool part about being a test kitchen. Also, I just think your location is so uniquely situated because you're in a very high traffic walking area for restaurants and people stopping to get a drink and doing different things in the North Loop. So like the idea of a full dessert kitchen, as it were, or a restaurant is pretty cool. When people come in, are they mostly like, do they start their adventure with you guys? Because some people do dessert first, like Zoe, or do they end up there like kind of more late night? Yeah, it is more of a uh, late night space. Um, however, we have a lot of people. So we do have a small savory menu as well uh, that are kind of like a snacky bar snack menu. And we want people to start with us for happy hour because we have a bar and then they go out to dinner and then they come back. So around eight, nine o'clock, we normally have a line out the door. Oh, so, so great. Especially, yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> You um, tell me about your journey in terms of just being a pastry chef and how you ended up at this particular spot. Sure. Um, So I've always been interested in food ever since I was 16. I I wanted to go to culinary school and then that kind of my parents weren't really supportive of it. So I ended up going to school for something else. And then um, at one point I just wasn't happy and I decided I had worked as a line cook um, before uh, doing savory and it was kind of the only thing I ever enjoyed. I decided to go to culinary school. And when I got to the interview process at the school, they were kind of like, do you want to do savory or pastry? And I didn't know 
you could do pastry. I didn't know there was anything about it. Um, so I decided to go that route because I actually really like to learn things. You're constantly learning in the food industry, which is what I love. Uh, and I just happened to excel at what I was doing. And um, I worked at a couple of places in the city and then got hired on here. And I've been here ever since four years. <laughs> so that's a really fun story that you didn't have like the intention to go into pastry necessarily when mm -hmm. you started. You mentioned something about your parents too, and I hear this a lot from chefs. It's like parents don't want kids in the food business for whatever reason. Do you have any sense of why that is? Because you're not the first person to say that. So for me specifically, my uncle was a chef and my, my father's brother. And so he talked to him and he's like, you know, it's long hours. It's hard yes. work. It's this and this and this. And so my dad just kind of talked me out of it, honestly. Um, and I wish he hadn't. Because I don't know where I would have been if I started, you know, 10 years ago. I didn't start until I was 26. So, yeah. Yeah, that's funny. And and it's like, I, I don't know. I'm a parent and I do this to my daughter who's 24. And she if she's listening, she'll just be like, oh, yeah, mom, how about that? You know, when <laughs> someone says they have a vision at 16, we're sort of like, oh, yeah, but there's so much life left. Like, we don't really listen to that necessarily. And people have you know, visions and dreams and things that they know that they want to do really early on. Um, so I like that you eventually got to follow your path. When you're sitting and you're like, okay, every day you get to the kitchen, like what time do you get there? Because I think pastry chefs have to work so hard and people have no idea. <laughs> they do. Uh, yeah. So I, um, I used to work at Patisserie 46 a long time ago. It was actually like my internship out, out of school. Uh, and there I worked 3 a.m. Because I worked 3 a.m. to uh, 11 a.m. And then I went to school from noon to like 3. And then I went to bed at 6. So I did that for uh, God knows how long. Um, but it is hard work. Here, we're lucky that we don't open super early. So we're able to get here at 7. But especially the style of desserts, like the patisserie style, like a lot of work goes into them in the morning, just to get them ready for the day. We're plated desserts. And we do have plated desserts as well. But they're a little bit more like a la minute. Like you can um, make what you need for it pretty much day of where patisserie, you need to make sure everything's frozen. You have to make sure all your prep is done before you then proceed to set them up for the day. So did I meet you uh, when you worked at patisserie 46 with John at one point? Probably not. Okay. Cause I, think... I feel like maybe I might've. Oh, well, I'm, I am memorable. <laughs> so, of course you are. Maybe. <laughs> well, that's funny. Yeah. So he, John at Patisserie 46 has a real desire and a love to teach people the art of French patisserie and um, French pastry and has opened like the bread lab. And he has trained so many local folks on uh, his techniques. And it's interesting to me that so many folks have stayed in the marketplace after his training. You're so lucky because you are like helming this restaurant yet you get to be involved in the innovation side, which I think for some pastry folks, the daily grind, you know, of just doing the same thing every day can get really monotonous because you are all creative people. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it, I mean, like we definitely have a grind here as well. Um, like we're not changing over the menu every single day, you know, but it is uh, the most creative job I've had um, where I'm really able to show my creative voice. And I think that that is something that a lot of pastry chefs um, don't get to do because a lot of times they have somebody telling them what they what they want on their menu, right? Uh, so we're very lucky here. What's yeah. your favorite thing to make? 
you know, I really like making ice cream. So we're, we have ice cream here as well. So we have normally eight flavors that we rotate seasonally. And uh, it's just, it's, it's almost relaxing to me to make ice cream because it's, it's not necessarily hard to make. Yes. But like when you make like a really good ice cream, you're like, oh, I killed that one, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I think it's something that's super pleasurable for people. Like people, yeah. I just had a kind of an ice cream dessert yesterday at an Indian restaurant that it had a cardamom ice cream. And then it sort of had this milkshake that was built on top of it with this milk. And then there was um, pistachios in it and the uh, tapioca balls. So it was just like all these flavors and textures. And I was just like, wow, for just like what you would think like ice cream, this is just amazing. Yeah. And it's kind of one of those things where um, making desserts is it's easy to please people for the most part. Yeah. (laughs) Like everybody likes ice cream. Absolutely. Um, When you uh, think about where you see this um, going, do you like want to have your own space at somewhere down the road? Do you see yourself um, being able to move? Like, do you have any interest in doing savory too? So I don't have tons of interest in doing savory. Like, I really feel like I shine. Um, I, you know, it it takes a long time to get like where I am. And uh, that whole time, it's like you're a sponge and you're just soaking up all the knowledge you can. Uh, and I've been focusing on pastry. So to, for me to like switch to savory, I think would be, I would have to do the same thing over again. It would, it would yeah. take a long time. Right. Um, kind of the goal of Edwards is like, maybe this isn't the only one in the country. Sure. This is the only restaurant that Schwann's has currently, but, um, if, if this does well, we might see other ones. Uh, so that would be an awesome goal. Um, of course, I think everybody dreams of, of owning their own business at some point. Uh, and I do feel a lot of ownership here. Like I had a lot of input on like our logo and the labels that are on like our retail products and that kind of thing. And it does give you like a self of ownership. Like I do feel like, uh, this is my spot, right? Yeah. Um, so that's another great thing. That means they're managing you very well, just in terms of, you know, a company and a leader in their company and someone that they can foster growth so that you feel like you're getting your needs met in this role and don't necessarily need to look elsewhere to do that at this point. What is your favorite dessert to eat? <laughs> I'm actually not a big sweets person. <laughs> do you think because so, you make them so much? I think it is. I think I'm just around it so much. Um, I personally love candy though, like sugary candy, like Skittles, Jolly Ranchers, that yep. kind of thing. Um, uh, for, I actually think that because I have more of like a savory palate, it helps me as a pastry chef. And because I have my base learnings in the savory side when I was like a line cook and that kind of thing, uh, it helps me create desserts that aren't so sugary sweet. Yeah. Um, and I do think that it's helped me be a better chef to have yeah, a because sugar can mask a lot of things, right? It's a, it yes. hits the pleasure center and it's like, oh, this is so great right away. It's why they put a lot of sugar in savory food, really. Mm, yep. Exactly. When you have a day off, where do you go? To eat? I go everywhere. (laughs) Um, Probably, I don't, like, I'm so busy all the time with work. I have a lot of hobbies. I really like plants. I have an aquarium. I have dogs. But um, my other hobby is going out to eat. So um, I live in the North Loop. So we've been going out a lot in this area. Um, I just moved down here. So there's places I haven't been been around here. Um, But I like, I really like, um, Martina, yes, Spoon and Stable, um, 
I've been to Demi a couple of times. That sure. was a really fun experience. Um, yeah, I I just like to eat. So there's yeah. nowhere specific that I <laughs> that well, I you're living in a in a great spot to do that. Do you read cookbooks? I do, but it's mostly pastry cookbooks. So and do you like look at the vintage ones too? And I do. So actually, I I am interested in like old timey recipes. Like I'll watch on YouTube, like how how did they make a cake in in 1705 or yeah. whatever, you know? Um, as but the most most of the cookbooks I read are like professional cookbooks, so they're all very like scientific. Um. <laughs> yeah, because pastry is so scientific, right? I mean most of the pastry chefs you meet are so exacting and the measurements are really important in pastry, especially French pastry, probably why I never do it. Cause I'm just, I mean, I'm not that person. I'm more of the intuitive, like throw things together person. And I find pastry and baking is just really not my sweet spot. And for people that are super good at it, they just make it seem so effortless. Like you, what was it like uh, to be on Zoe's show? And had you been on TV before? Uh, that was my first time being on TV in that kind of application. Uh, it was it was different. <laughs> it was a, it was a learning experience for me, and I I really enjoyed it though. Um, and she's great, very high energy, which is good because sometimes I need help with that. Um, and the most interesting thing for me is uh, I, I I was coached a lot by like the producer, like talking like okay, say this again, and it's like. But I'm like, okay. And so by the end, it was exhausting. And then she had to go somewhere else and film something right after that. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I don't know how, how she does that all day. Cause it was really, um, I think that was my biggest takeaway is by the end, I was just like, so tired. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally hear you because I've been doing a lot of shooting myself. And first of all, everything takes so long. Like mm -hmm. you just can't believe how long it takes to get literally five minutes of footage. And when you have a story that you're trying to tell and like, they need you to say this right thing at this time, you're kind of acting. And then if you've done it like mm -hmm. six times in a row to have that same amount of enthusiasm on the sixth mm -hmm. time, you're just like, oh, I have to say it again. Mm -hmm. And then like all that adrenaline too, of like constantly like getting up for the moment and then mm -hmm. call, and then they're like, oh, I have to check the lights or it's just, I, I find that was my takeaway too. Like, wow, this is really way more work than I thought and super exhausting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I was really excited to do it. Um, I was excited when the opportunity arose. She actually contacted me directly to ask about it. Um, and I also got to showcase uh, in that episode, um, we do a lot of plant-based patisserie and we also do a lot of like gluten-free items. So we did a plant-based uh, mousse, um, a raspberry mousse with Thai basil in it. And I think that's really fun because like a lot of the episodes, like you, it's like the same technique. So I feel like I was able to showcase a different technique using like yes. plant-based ingredients. Yes. And it's so tre trendy now to have plant-based foods. So is it hard? I don't think people think of gluten. They think of, you know, pastry, like gluten, obviously. So now you have to inject more plant-based items, going gluten-free, more vegan opportunities, is that hard as a pastry chef or does that just kind of be where the the creativity starts? Mm -hmm. So it is hard, um, which is it's especially hard to make things gluten-free and vegan. Uh, but I, you know, it's like another thing when it comes back to being in a creative space is that um, we're like, it's a challenge to do it for me. So sometimes I get 
bored doing the same things over and over again. So at least I have like something that can challenge me yep. um, to, to make things that, that you wouldn't even know if are, are vegan. Have you ever made pastry with avocado oil? I haven't. I've made avocado sorbet. <laughs> yeah, it was, I was at, um, again, I just had this Indian dinner last night that I keep thinking about. And there was this pastry, she made kind of like a pot pie essentially, but the pastry was super flaky and she presented it and was saying, you know, well, this is vegan. And I'm thinking, how did you make this? So this pastry so good and vegan. And I asked her and she said, well, I just used avocado oil. And I thought, how oh, that never occurred to me as something. And the, and the pastry, honestly, it was so flaky. It had that buttery texture and, and maybe it worked super well in the savory element because there was rice and stewed chicken and things inside. But um, I was like, huh, I, I'm going to try this. I think this is really interesting. And it was nothing I'd ever heard of in terms of making pastry before. That is interesting. I've never heard of that either. And it makes me wonder, like avocado does have a fattier mouth feel, right? So yep. you would think that maybe it would um, impart like a buttery flavor almost. Yeah. That's curious. I might, I might check that out. Yeah, <laughs> where, and now I need to know where you went though. Oh, well, I went to Rag, which is an Indian restaurant <laughs> okay. at 50th and France and Edina. They had I've a seven course there. meal. Have you been there? Oh. Yeah, I have. <laughs> they had a seven course meal and the chef was a visiting chef. Her name is Chef Rosh, chef underscore Rosh on Instagram. And she's from Houston, but she's friends with Carrie Summers um, and Lisa from Chef Shack and Bay City. So she's coming up and like doing more pop-ups up here. She was a really, really interesting woman. And really the food was, was fantastic. She actually beat Bobby Flay with one of the dishes that she made. Um, but I just, I, this pastry, I'm going to keep thinking about it because it was so good. And the person who was with me who was vegan was like, I've never had anything like this. This is amazing. So maybe I just spoiled a tip, but I think that's kind of sure. common in Indian culture to do that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, probably. Yeah. There you go. A little bit of information for you. Well, it was super nice to talk <laughs> to you, Jesse. I will uh, try to pop in or in the next, I'm traveling for a little bit, but then I'll try and pop in and make sure I wave. Mm -hmm. I am excited to try your ice creams and your desserts. <laughs> uh, thanks for being available today on uh, Dishing with Stephanie's Dish. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Okay, we'll talk soon. And I will link to your episode so that people can watch it and also the location and any other information I can find about you. And I hope you have a great day. Yeah, you too. Thank you. Okay, thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Thank you.